Hey folks, Daryl for School of Thought. It's great to be back on the pod. Today I have a great friend of mine on the show, someone who I've known for a very long time. It's been it's been ages, ages. I want to welcome my great friend, Emily. Sad to the people. Hello, people. It is Emily. <laughs> well, I mean, that was an interesting way of introducing know, yourself. But... Yeah, your name's cool. Yeah, but more power hey, to you. <laughs> Anyway, today's uh, topic, of, what are we going to be talking about, Emily? Well, we're going to be talking about vegetarianism. Yes, Ooh, I know. Or as I like to call it, the dark side. <laughs> the dark, dark web. <laughs> no, not all my vegetarian listeners out there, you know, hey. More power to you, and hey, more steak for me. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> more for you. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know, we're going to be talking about, like, for example, like, you know, how'd you get into this whole vegetarianism thing? Well, it's a funny story, actually. I like a so, funny story. So, beginning of quarantine, picture everyone kind of in the stages of lockdown, trying to get our bearings and everything, and the infamous show... Tiger Kings comes out. I've never watched that show. You never watched Tiger Kings? I never did. You don't watch it then, because it's it's pretty bad. Oh, dear. Um, but I was watching the show and I I've, I've been going back and forth between going vegetarian for a really long time. Just because I've heard so many like health benefits with it and everything. And there's this one scene in Tiger Kings where they're just like showing the slaughter process. Of just, I don't even. I think it was like a cow or something, and I was like, "Oh my, this is this is really really bad." So I was like, "You know what? Why not start now? We're in quarantine. A lot of people started like brushing up on cooking skills. This is all really what we were doing in quarantine." Mm-hmm. So I said, "You know what? Let's try and see where it goes." And now I'm here. Oh, huh, that's here. you know the opposite because like you know I remember, I mean. When I was younger, actually, you know, when you're in kindergarten, how you want to be a million things and like some really obscure things. It's like, I want to be a police officer. I want to be a teacher. I want to be an astronaut. Yeah. I want to actually, at one point, I wanted to be a pharmacist like my dad, but that's a different story for another day. Mm-hmm. At one point, I wanted to be a butcher. No, really? I kid you not. That is how much wow. I liked meat. Really? And also, yeah. I just thought the machine to cut meat was like, Fridge and cool. Really interesting, yeah. Like just the sound that it made and. Oh my God. I mean, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess. I mean, that probably explains a lot about why I'm team meat eater. But... Yeah. Could never go vegetarian there then. Yeah, yeah, no. And then, like, you know, even, I don't know, because I, mean, I know my parents growing up, like, you know, they, they weren't born in Canada, they were born in Ghana, but, like, you know, they had all sorts of animals growing up, you know, where they lived, and, like, you know, my mom just casually talked about how, for example, she could kill a chicken, you know, you know, you yeah. basically, you know, you chop the head off, you know, you de-gut the thing, and it's like, it really, it didn't phase her, it was like, you know, normal, so, you know, also, you have to think about, you know, the cultural context that, you know, we are exactly, all coming yeah. from because, like, you know, there are many cultures where, like, you know, being a vegetarian or vegan is very normal. Oh, 100%. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, you go deep into the the jungles of the Amazon. And actually, you know, I might even be getting this wrong. I've never been to the jungles of the Amazon. <laughs> but, you know, you have all those 
wild berries and you know herbaceous leaves and all yeah. that all that beautiful beautiful stuff so you know well, there's there's a lot of places where yeah. being a vegetarian it's it's quite normal yeah so, but, and like tell me your thoughts on that well i think honestly vegetarianism and like going vegan it's very not almost like trendy these days but i feel like it's becoming more popular in today's society i know a lot of like influencers and like celebrities if you like i don't know i've just i found that a lot of them see it as like a health benefit and just i don't know it's just good good way of living good lifestyle and i do agree though that it's uh different for cultural people because in grade this is a fun story grade 12 i did yeah it was grade 12 uh at the end of religion class we had to do little projects on like ethics questions and i did a project on is it ethical to kill animals for like food essentially that's Mm -hmm. pretty much what it was and um my whole like kind of point was do we really know like where we're getting these animals from and like where like all the nutrition benefits and stuff because people just kind of put them into their bodies and you really don't know where it's coming from like i'm not assuming anything but i don't think a lot of people know where you get your food from Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And I think, yeah, also, I think part of the problem, and actually even just circling back to, like, you know, vegetarianism being common in, like, many places. Like, for example, in India, approximately 20 to 30% of the population are vegetarians. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And, like, you know, out here in, like, you know, southern Ontario, that'd be complete madness. I mean, because we're, like... 90% red meat. It's, oh, 100%, yeah. That's but, crazy. No, it's, it's absolute madness. But I think even circling back to the we don't know where we get our meat, I also think it's a part of the problem is that we don't make an effort mm-hmm. to, you know, talk about where, you know, we're getting know our food sources from Mm -hmm. like for example i know my little sister went to a a, an agricultural um exhibition in uh out in uh, brant county and you know basically talking about like you know how we grow our food how we milk our cows and all that stuff and like you know these these beef farmers and all there's i mean hey i mean according to this meat eater right here i mean (laughs) i mean they're doing like God's work on this kingdom, but like yeah. you know, it's your average vegetarian, they might be, you know, ah. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. but no, I think it's also a matter of just you know educating yourself because, like, you know, yeah, yeah they're big conglomerate corporations that are you know packing meat and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also just average, you know, families trying to make a buck or two, you know, staying within the laws, and there is a great. Uh, unfortunate history of you know shoddy standards when it comes to the meat we eat you know i'm thinking of actually i i don't know if you know this folks but i'm a wee bit of a history buff (laughs) and i was watching a video how in uh, chicago in the early 1900s a lot of the meat packing facilities there'd be instances where sometimes a human being accidentally like fell into the slaughter thing Really? So, like, you know, the human flesh would be melted with, like, you know, 
the thing or like, you know, people's fingers would get cut off and it accidentally or so, but you know, honestly, also have to remember, you know, in a country like Canada, this is highly regulated stuff. They got rules and you break those rules. It's a slap on the wrist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know what? Why don't you tell me, Emily, about some of those, like, uh, for example, like, you know, what do you do when you miss the delicious taste (laughs) of a cheeseburger with bread and lettuce and beef and not the beef that you get at some fast food Mm -hmm. restaurant but i'm talking about like the beef that you get at the store you know you've got to pound it out you grind it up you you know you add your seasonings you you put it on the grill you hear the sizzle and then you stick it in between the buns and then you add some ketchup and like you know what do you do when you you can see daryl's hand movements right now he is really demonstrating I'm, 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 what's going on. I'm really building, I'm building this burger, folks. <laughs> He's building that burger. But no, um, yeah, it, at first it was tough because everyone's so custom really to eating meat. You don't even really think about it for a while. And then you get to like the ha- like couple months in and you're like, damn, I'm really craving some chicken wings right now. I was like, damn, chicken wings sounds so good right now. I could really go for some chicken wings Honestly, right now. Honestly, right? Like they sound pretty good. But um, eventually... You just learn, like I was saying, cooking. I really got into cooking lately, and I think finding all these new recipes. I was doing uh, meal preps for the first couple months to get recipes actually for it. So like HelloFresh and like those kind of like things where they would like send boxes to your door, and like they'll send you little recipes, and then they'll be like, "Oh, here's how to do this," and you can make like eggplant parmesan or stuff mushrooms and stuff and also there's a whole bunch of vegetarian beef out there too like impossible burgers and like okay you know what let's let's, let's get to that, that? that we're yeah. gonna, that's gonna mm-hmm. be our next segment yeah actually. okay oh awesome so, yeah yeah so you know what let's just recap what we have learned so far yes what have we learned so far Emily? what have we learned so we've learned vegetarianism is a good thing Meat eating is also a good thing. Honestly, there's different cultures procreate meat in different ways, stuff like that. Uh Meat is, it's world-renowned. Everyone likes their meat. Yeah, and you know, vegetarians, they're not as, you know, uncommon as we make them out to be. Exactly. exactly. So you know what, let's get ready for this next segment. It's going to be, it's going to be a bruiser, folks. It's going to be something else. I know you heard that, Gordon. <laughs> Let me just tell you, it sounds delicious. Majestic. <laughs> delicious and majestic. Wow. Yes, but you know we're going to be moving on to a controversial subject in this whole vegetarian meat-eating debate. This vegetarian meat, you know, impossible yes. meat, beyond meat. Beyond meat. Tell me, yeah. in like layman's terms, okay. what is it? I'm going to be honest, I'm not 100% sure myself. I know there's vegetarian meat made out of strictly chemicals, which is probably equally as bad for you, but there's also vegetarian meat that's made out of hardly just vegetables, which I prefer mostly because you know what's actually going into your body. You'll see like little chunks of carrots and like mushrooms, zucchini and stuff in there Mm -hmm. and they grill it a certain way 
to make it seem like it's a burger in retrospect it's really not a burger but it it tends it tastes fine like honestly it's yeah it's because a veggie you, burger it's what you expect yeah honestly. because you know it it tends to you know have a combination of like you know those legumey kind you know mm. your peas your beans uh, you have your rices uh, some fats you know your oils yeah. and you know i remember my first time you know getting suckered into trying that beyond meat mm-hmm. jazz and i I'm, I'm gonna tell you i mean for someone who uh, again loves meat good old-fashioned man i could i could really go for a hamburger now yeah that i'm talking we're getting really hungry now <laughs> no but it's like it's like you could see how you could get fooled by it yeah but i wasn't fooled by it no you, you see i think the problem okay. with beyond meat and impossible meat and stuff <laughs> is you're trying to and actually you know what let me rephrase it yeah. in okay. a different way okay it's like wearing a pantsuit okay but saying you're wearing a dress oh i see okay i see what you're trying to you do see yeah. where i'm going yeah, with it yeah i do uh-huh or it's no, like I get it. yeah, yeah. It's, or it's like you know you're you're a natural you know blonde but you know you decide to you know say you're a brunette yeah, even I'm though you're that. you're blonde we can see you're blonde but you're saying a br- you're a brunette yeah it's like you know you're trying it's trying to be something like fake it till you make it kind of kind of kind of situation there yeah but yeah. it's almost like the emperor has no clothes yeah you see because yeah. you can almost you can t- it doesn't have the texture or even the flavoring it's really oily and salty in my Honestly, opinion yeah no i 100 percent agree with that so like you know my question and i'm i don't know if you have an answer to it but mm-hmm. i'd know how do you con people into like you know because i'm sure there's obviously some people who for the life of them you know their doctor's like bob for the life of all that's good and holy you need to like cut the meat out like no more meat Mm -hmm. like exclusively vegetables like you are now a vegetarian whether you like it or not like you know how can we make sure that bob is able to enjoy precious cheeseburger yeah. without there being any beef burger mm-hmm. you like how do they like how are they going to do that well i think another fun part of that is that you can instead of buying it from a store and then because a lot of store-bought vegetarian stuff is not great like if you buy fake chicken nuggets it's just kind of it's kind of as the kids call it mid you know like it's not not great. <laughs> um, so honestly, making it yourself would probably be the best option. Uh, honestly, there's nothing more yeah. honorable than when a human being exactly. uses their hands to create something beautiful. You know, I was actually, right? interestingly enough, you know, I'm planning on having a little thing for you know a few friends, and it's like, hey, the amount of vegetarians that have come into my life, it's. <laughs> absolutely mind-boggling if you told me you know how many years ago that i have a bunch of vegetarian friends i probably would have slapped you (laughs) who are you hanging out with these days (laughs) but i was like it's like well i mean like you know i want to make burgers i mean because man i'm really just going off on this burgers things today aren't i Uh like this is some like freudian subconscious jazz going on in Mm -hmm. here 
but it's like, yeah, so I was looking at, like, you know, how do you make a vegetarian burger? It's like, you know, like, the the ingredients that, you know, I was looking at in the recipe was stuff like, you know, using brown rice, which is apparently, you know, a better alternative than white rice. Mm-hmm. Those things like, you know, walnuts and pecans, you know, great nuts. That's what she said. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry folks, I just I just oh had to be god. immature there for a few seconds. Okay. You know, we have ingredients oh. such as uh, brown rice, walnuts, pecans, some mushrooms, mm-hmm. I think some other like, you know, spices and herbs, all that stuff, you know. You have a binding mm-hmm. agents like uh, the egg and uh, yeah. you know all that stuff and apparently you're supposed to get a very you know almost similar experience yeah. to having you know a good old-fashioned mm-hmm. north american beef burger yeah. and you know what's going into your body too yeah that's the benefit you know, of making something with your own hands exactly yeah i think this is the podcast where people should just take up cooking i think that's what we're getting yeah, yeah at i now. mean that's a <laughs> Nowhere. Maybe that might be my podcast and second act, Cooking with Daryl. Cooking with Daryl. I mean, we all know how well podcasting is for that kind of format. I mean, you don't see my face. You don't see what I'm doing. You're just, you know, going off the sound of my voice. That That's reassuring. You guys, today we're going to make some burgers here on the Spine Grill. That's awesome. Oh, no. That's great. No, but yeah, so I think that honestly, they gotta figure out the whole con almost for lack of better wording, they gotta be able to fool anyone. Yeah, oh, 100%. Because, like, you know, the way everyone's talking about how you know we need to go vegetarian and you know, yada 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 yada, it's like if I'm going vegetarian but I've e- eaten meat my entire life, you know, buddy, you better be able to fool me. Yeah, and it's a really hard switch, too, because all this protein you're initially getting, and then you're like, okay, now you're going vegetarian, and you're losing all these, like, probiotics you're getting from meat and everything, mm-hmm. which is, that was my and even first, the, yeah. And the other thing that I, I would add on is the alternatives with that protein. You know, you're talking about your legumes, your nuts, mm-hmm. and, you know, all that other stuff. It's like, yeah, you know, they have protein, but it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. There is a big difference between, you know, biting into a drumstick of chicken and eating a handful of almond clusters. Yeah, oh, 100%. And so, again, I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Like, you know, kind of how, in at least in your context, how was your, like, you know, transition from, like, you know, with those, like, you know, meat alternatives? Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, it is, it's still pretty hard to this day, because let's say, like, me and Daryl are going out tonight, we're doing a barbecue kind of thing, and our friend that we're going out to see was like, yo, Emily, you want to, like, bring some food for yourself, because we don't really have vegetarian options for you, and I was like, Okay, yeah, this is this is still pretty tough because people aren't prepared for that kind of, you know. It's almost like you feel like people have to work around you. Yeah, and that works with any dietary restrictions, but it's especially hard for vegetarians because 
like a nice summer day. You think about having like a hot dog or a hamburger or something, right? And then you have this vegetarian that's like, oh God, what am I going to do now? Like we're going out to like a fancy barbecue dinner and I can't eat anything. So I mean, like, you know, I just tell you there's a nice field of grass out there, you know, have at her. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but you know, that's, that's, you only, you only tell your vegetarian <laughs> friends to go eat grass if you're good friends with them. <laughs> yeah. You don't tell any normal uh, folks, I'm warning you. You tell some random vegetarian to go eat grass, it will get you into some big trouble. Yeah, you so, gotta watch yourself. Yeah, I know there are some, you know, real, <laughs> real hipster vegetarians out there. Yeah. yeah, no, and you know, what about vegans? Those guys are something Ooh, else. Yeah, honestly, vegan is that's hard. That's hardcore. That is like full on, like. You actually have to like that is, watch what you're eating. Not just watch what it's not just watch what you eat. It's like a complete lifestyle change. Yeah. Oh because like God. you know, I remember like I even know from my perspective, in my family, I'm the designated milk drinker. Mm-hmm. Like app- apparently, according to my family, we we bought the you know the standard in Canada. We use uh, because we have some American view uh, listeners oh, actually. Really? So uh, here in Canada, uh, our milk comes in bags bagged milk yes, yes bagged milk and you know we get the standard three bags you know makes up four liters mm-hmm. and they bought uh, you know the four liters right before i went to university mm-hmm. i go maybe have like you know two or three bowls of cereal and then i'm off to university apparently the milk curdles yes. that's how much milk i drink wow so like to just like go cold turkey no milk whatsoever like I even remember I was in like the hospital for a few days I like you know they gave me soy milk and I was like it's not the same like I think again the thing about you know these transitions from going to like from like you know to a plant-based diet is especially also changing your experiences or leaving behind your experiences but what what do you think Emily? Mm -hmm. Well as a designated almond milk drinker I Honestly, it's that switch is really, really difficult, but like eventually you'll get used to it. But vegan is like hard because like, yeah, like you said, it's literally a lifestyle change. You're changing everything that you've initially like eaten on a daily basis. And now you're like, oh, God, I got to like find different alternatives. And you don't even think about it sometimes you'll be. Like thinking at a restaurant, they they don't have many vegan options that you get the nutrition for and stuff. So if you're going to like, I don't know, Eastside Mario's or something, you get, what is it, bread and salad you get at the beginning? Or is that Boston pizza or something? Isn't there like milk and bread or something? Yeah, like there's milk in everything. And you're not going to go up and be like, guys, like I can't eat this stuff. it's hard. It's a really hard switch. But, you know, yeah. it's a respect of, like, you know, but mm-hmm. like, you know, again, more power to you if you're able to do it. And, like, you know, heck, you know, even, like, you know, those vegan leather, like, you know, I've, I've got a few pairs of, like, you know, vegan leather shoes, and they <laughs> look quite leathery, and they're quite comfortable. I, mean, <laughs> I know the whole subject of this show is food and everything, but, uh, you know, just want to put that on the record, huh? vegan leather shoes they're they're not half bad or even people like to see like vegan skincare products too like or like not tested yeah not tested on animals and stuff because i know that's a pretty 
intense thing. Darn, I mean, yeah. I love pumping bunnies full of chemicals <laughs> that I don't know what they'll do to me. I mean, come on, man. What happened to the old days? Honestly. Come on, let's let's poison those rats. Come on. <laughs> Bring it on. You can take let's it. Let's yearn for the olden days. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah. No, but yeah, no. But I think that was a great that was another great segment. Yeah. What have we learned so far, Emily? What have we learned? We've learned that this is how fun. We did a we learned a lot actually. Yeah, yeah quite there's a bit. quite a bit. Uh we learned that Get to work away around vegetarianism. You need to slowly build your way up there. Maybe don't make the switch so soon. Know what you're getting into your body. Figure out how you're going to get the nutrition that you need on a daily basis because you can fall into a really bad habit of not getting that nutrition, ending up taking supplement pills yeah, to get that nutrition. Yeah, that's actually what we're going to be talking about in our no next way. segment. No way, and I brought it up again. Yeah. Wow, guys. She, I'm she's so good. <laughs> Yeah, That's no, awesome. because our next segment, we're going to be oh. kind of talking about those plant-based diet controversies. No way. So, you know, I'm going to, you know, be lobbing some frequently asked questions <laughs> at Emily, and she is going Ooh. to answer them point blank. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, get Bring ready. Bring it on, guys. Get Bring ready. What a lovely cow noise. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I quite enjoyed it. But we're here for our third and final round. Woo, where I'm, I'm going to love our guest Emily with all sorts of questions about ready. vegetarianism. So ready. Now, when I was reading the article that uh, giving up meat can lead to hair loss. Oh, really? What say you? Um, was this just like a random person? Well, that, like, well, I mean, you know. <laughs> It says, so giving up meat uh, can lead to hair loss. A recent report found that a severe lack of protein, among other dietary shortcomings, can lead to it. That is because meat contains iron, vitamin B, and zinc. So, you know, what would you say? What's the vegetarian case? How do you prevent hair loss? Because I don't know about you folks out there, but I very much like my hair. Yeah. Uh, I like my hair too. Um, I didn't even know that was a thing. I've never heard that before. Um, you know what? I'm, you know, just bring on the ride. It's just a ride. You know, if I lose my hair, that's okay. You know, just like hair. we'll save the cows. And, yeah. <laughs> but no. But you know, in defense of the vegetarians, it would say that while there is stuff like iron and vitamin mm-hmm. B and zinc and meat. You can also find things like iron in dried beans and dark leafy greens. Yeah. And, you know, they say it's important to take uh, supplements, especially vegans, to get those iron supplements in. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. But one of the things that I would say is almost, and I'm not trying to be facetious or anything, Mm -hmm. but there seems to be a bit of a, almost hypocrisy about the alternatives to meat because one of the big rallying cries at least amongst the most radical vegetarians and vegans is for example cow farts are gonna kill the world oh 
Like, I don't know if you've heard that before, but, like, you know, the methane released from, like, you know. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. No. So, like, you know, it's leading to, you know, it's making things like climate change worse. Yes. But then you have things like, you know, for example, you said you're an almond, you know, milk. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, the way that you have to cultivate almonds, especially in North America, is very water intensive. Yes. Very much so. Or, like, Mm -hmm. things like, you know, other... Or, like, you know, getting, you know, those plant-based oils, like, it often requires, you know, raising down forests. So, like, what would you say to someone who says that, you know, basically, you're just as bad as us meat eaters because you're killing the bees, you're wrecking the forest, and you're using up all the good water? Yes, that is a big question, or big thing that people tend to ask. Um, I, I just essentially say, I'm just, I feel like I'm contributing more to the planet. I'm kind of, not to sound super hippie here, but, um, you're just kind of tapping into the earth more, kind of, you're just kind of one with nature, one with the, like, plants around you. And I would, you know, you know, circling back, I guess we're going to have a wee bit of a debate here, but wouldn't you also say that? Animals are also a part of the nature. And going back to, you know, tens of thousands, millions of years ago, you know, the first ancestors, you know, ate meat. Like, you know, like if you look anthropologically, like the jaws and, you know, our molars were literally created for meat. Uh So, like, one could argue and, you know, I guess you've talked about the ethicalness of it before. And mm-hmm. I'd say that, you know, you obviously want to make sure that your meat is coming from, you know, ethically sourced means. Yeah. But that eating meat, meat consumption, is humanly natural. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost been embedded into us. Like, literally, like, our bodies yeah. were made from meat our mouths were made for meat kind of thing you know our bodies are kind of you know reliant on those supplements that you get from meat so like i i kind of say like you know what's your response to that yeah and no i completely 100 percent agree with that i did a whole bunch of research on that myself for that project that i did in grade 12 and yeah our bodies were made to consume meat essentially but also like that doesn't not not necessarily saying that doesn't really mean anything i'm just saying more for like a natural kind of lifestyle to go vegetarian and yeah i really nothing to debate you on that topic there. oh yes i agree yeah she mm-hmm. was an official she was too afraid to take her <laughs> on she knew she yeah. was gonna get a shellac and now no we're just messing around no but you know it is it is, it is complicated because you do have to straddle the fine line. Like, you know, even for example, like, you know, looking at, like, you know, for example, like the economic repercussions, like, you know, the whole, you know, kind of trying to take out the meat industry, like, you know, the amount of ranchers and families out west and stuff, like, you know. Yeah. Like, what do you do about that? Mm-hmm, that's true. Like, mm-hmm. even, like, the traditional, like, you know, And, like, this is how embedded meat is in our society, is that in places like, you know, England and Australia and New Zealand, like, they're literally, like, grasses grasses. that are, like, 
naturally good for like you know livestock such as like you know cows that you know when they mm. eat it it's like you know it's, it's good for them yeah it's like, 100%. Mm-hmm. so i mean yeah. that's like truly how embedded meat is in our society but that isn't to say that you know everything in the meat industry is all hunky-dory i mean yeah. like i always said there are some ethical issues like for example look at something like foie gras Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you basically, you take a duck or you take a goose. Don't get me started on geese. <laughs> oh, my a lot close, of issues there. My, my close friends know my beef with geese. Geese are not but, their uh, best friend. But you basically take a duck or a goose and you force feed them until their liver's about to blow up. Yeah. And like, you know, the ethicalness, ethicalness. <laughs> The yeah, you got it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, something like that. I'm not really so good with my words right now. <laughs> Forgive me, folks. <laughs> but, you know, the ethics behind that mm-hmm. is also very gray because it's like, yes, one could argue, and, you know, I'm of the belief that we're kind of, you know, meant to eat meat, but at the same time, mm-hmm. we're not meant to abuse animals. No, not at all. And the way that people kind of kill the animals essentially there's a lot of places that do it very proper like they've got standards and like rules and stuff but if you think to like countries that don't really have those ethics and like morals and stuff like you were saying with your mom and stuff it's kind of like just in their culture to just like i don't know just yeah but like, even like the you know way that I mean? you do it like you know is it like, it's one thing to, like, just stab it in the stomach and let it bleed to death. Yeah. But, like, you know, even, again, going back to the parental experience, it's not like, you know, you just shot it in the stomach and let it bleed out. Mm-hmm. You know, you did the mercy kill, the coup de gras, kind of the, you know, you knock it over the head. Yeah. Like, you know, I know in Ontario, I think in Ontario, from what I learned, is that they put them, like, under. They put them asleep, and that's how they kill them. But a lot of places, they don't do that in they probably kill them in, yeah, such not in a moral way. So, you know, there's, when you're making your meat, you're killing your meat because also another thing I've always wanted to do is go hunting because I also think that, you know, it's important to see, you know, where your meat comes from. And I also had a hankering for deer. You know something super ironic? Well, it's really I, ironic. I really want to go hunting. Yeah, Isn't you know, that yeah, you know, kind of weird? Know what we should make it. Let's go hunting one day, and then we'll yeah. do another podcast <laughs> on our hunting it. experience. Yeah, see if I tried the animal that I killed. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, I've always wanted to a. I've always wanted to try deer. B. I've yeah. always wanted to kind of again to see where that meat comes from. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, I think it's a great learning opportunity. Whether mm. you're a meat eater like me, whether you're a vegetarian like Emily, whether you're yeah. Uh, you know, vegan superstars somewhere out in the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, more power to you. Do what you do. But whatever you're doing, make sure that A, you're always making sure that you have those essential nutrients and supplements. Like, you know, I'm a, you just want to riff on, on that? Like, yeah, I think that is one of the most important things to get from this podcast. Uh, I don't want people to think that I'm trying to make people go vegetarian. To be like, yo, you're doing a bad thing. Go vegetarian, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, And I'm not trying to, you uh-huh. know, 
bring you back to the light. <laughs> yeah. But... It's not even the light. You know, like I said, I mean, like I said, you go vegetarian. That's another steak for Daryl. <laughs> yeah. No, but <laughs> I agree. Um, if you do go vegetarian, maybe this podcast is probably a good thing to like know the pros and cons of the stuff. But yeah, the one thing I really want people to know is find out how to get proper protein because there are a lot of horror stories of people doing these sort of diets and stuff and going to the hospitals because they're not getting the nutrients that you need blah 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 that sort of stuff but yeah get your nutrients people that is get the nutrients get the supplements you know know where your meals are coming from you know know that they're being ethically produced and you know what? Just make sure that you continue to eat right, mm-hmm. sleep right. Yes. Drink uh, all the water that you need to be the best healthy you that you can be. Exactly. That's all we got for today. So stay spicy, folks. Stay spicy, folks. Mm-hmm.